filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Oh yeah, baby, you got to Gavin. We are back on the freestyle, and if I got a confession to make to you, then this theme song ends, and it ain't a good one either. Filibuster freestyle. That's right, ladies and gents, it's your buddy Gavin, and like I said, I've got a confession to make, and you're not going to find it on filibusterfreestyle.com, or on my Twitter handle, at Gavin Viano, or on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash filibusterfreestyle, you're going to hear it right here. I've been working on this Bumble Tinder dating app megacast since January 2017. It is now the end of September 2017. Partially, I'm lazy, partially, had a bunch of interviews, Well, guess what? Almost every single one of the interviews I've done since January is somehow magically gone. I have one left with Andrew Patterson, which will air first. And then I have a second, which I'm going to record in a few minutes here on September 26, 2017, with pundit Cindy Harrington. i got to apologize to Carl Ray and many others who gave their takes over the course of time. This is the second time in three attempts to do the freestyle that I've lost some stuff on GarageBand. GarageBand, I'm not going to blame you, but I'm just saying you and I had a good relationship for like a year and a half, two years, and now things are getting rocky, and I don't like it. Without further ado, Andrew Patterson, followed by Cindy Harrington. Actually, you know what? Hold up. We're going to go Cindy Harrington first, then Andrew Patterson. I'm just so paranoid we're going to lose his interview, too. And you know what? We might even lose his. I don't even know what's happening anymore in the filibuster freestyle. But let's go Cindy Harrington first, then Andrew Patterson. And then if we're really fancy, we'll have an outro song again. To your buddy Gavin, exasperated, but living the life with first world problems, filibuster freestyle. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like you've heard in my pre-recorded piece, lost most of the episodes, most of the interviews that we were doing for this mega cast that I started working on in January and here on the 26th day of September, basically nine months later, could have had a baby, but instead I've got one story and then I've got one guest left to try to help me bring this thing home and really kick it off. Cindy Harrington, how the hell are you? Hey, Gav, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Um... You and I have a lot of stories we're going to try to cover that are going to make up for all of the lost info that I have from, for instance, my buddy Carl Ray, stories from my buddy Big Lair in Philadelphia, a few others. So uh, just quickly, you ready to do that? Yes? Yeah, let's, let's do it. But before we do that, mm-hmm. um, well, just, let's just do a little current events and not like <laughs> political current events because Lord knows there's plenty of that going on. But don't yeah. worry, I've got Jeremy Johnson coming on this weekend to talk all kinds of First Amendment stuff. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Caviar wishes and cocktail dreams. Um, but really quickly, Southern Charm, you and I and Darrell O'Brien all basically came out two, three weeks ago, maybe four or five weeks ago, and just said worst season ever, completely boring, terrible. But correct. It's almost as if Andy Cohen heard our cries for help because what did he do? He did something that you loved for season five, which will be coming up you know, in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Throwing that out there, and he fired Landon. Lando, the Land Dolphin, is now no longer Gonzo. doing no longer doing the show and her Rome app and working for her dad. It's now just the latter two, the Rome app and working for her dad. So, yeah. Buena Suerte, Lando. We hardly knew ye. 
We hardly knew you. And apparently Craig and Naomi broke up. So single Craig and hopefully single Naomi are going to be in the very small city that is Charleston dating in the same pool and not dating each other. And I just want to know, are you ready for that? And who gets custody of Gizmo the cat? That is a solid question. I I think they must have joint custody because that cat loved them both so much. And I would like to see some, you know, some facts between Craig and Naomi. I'd like to see some some jealous riffs going on. I think that would liven things up a little bit. Well, it's a lot better than their spats over them being together and just being in a boring, doomed domestic relationship. Like, let's at least get some dating and some fighting, and maybe if Craig's going to deadleg somebody in the leg, it's not Shep. It's like a guy that's actually trying to get with his ex-girl. Something cool. Yeah, if I have to watch one more scene with him on that sewing machine in the middle of their living room, I was going to... Put an end right, to it. and the good news is they no longer have a joint living room. So there you go. It's great news. Um, so that's that's that was a bad relationship that that spurred from some bad dating, and so that goes right into these real life Bumble Tinder dating app horror stories, some real life ones, etc. Let's start off with one that I'll just go real fast. Sure. Um, so number one story would be one time I got catfished by. The sister of a girl I was dating who I also had met on a dating app. And the best part is that the person who catfished me was, one, bored enough to be catfishing me, and number two, a married person. That's kind of crazy. And so that to me says more about your unhappiness in your own life than trying to aha, gotcha to anybody who's on the app themselves. If you can't go on as yourself and creep people out or be a jerk – that, that's, that, that's one level of desperation that we all had to adjust to in the 21st century. But if you're a married person who's ostensibly happy and you're using pictures of somebody else to go, like, just troll the interwebs for, like, who you could date and throw them off the scent of their own actual pursuits, you're honestly, like, trolling something that doesn't need to be trolled. None of us want to be there. Yeah. There seems to be some, some crazy in that family lineage. It <laughs> see. <laughs> but we digress. Let's we move digress. on. Let's move on to the city of Washington, D.C. Yes. We have a mutual acquaintance who one yes. time went on a first date with a guy who was a huge Alabama football fan. Can you take it yeah. from there for us, Cindy? Yeah, so she, she met him on Bumble, uh, thought they had a, a good rapport. Um, so they were trying to figure out a first date. Um, and he said, hey, I'm with some friends watching the Bama game. Do you want to come meet up? She thought that was a little weird for a first date. Not very, you know, not a very intimate one-on-one setting, as you might do. Yeah. And so, but she went regardless, and she got to the bar, and he's with about 20 of his buddies, and they're all just bombed. And is it probably, like, still light out? Definitely still light out. <laughs> um, definitely offered her multiple shots as soon as she got there you know because um, she's got to catch up yeah i mean you gotta show a girl a good time let me and so let me ask you a question um, really quickly here as we talk yeah. about this so number one this guy clearly at least in principle subscribes to saturdays or for the boys of the barstool sports culture which is fine why would his buddies let him invite a first day to come to saturdays or for the boys in the first place great question great question I mean, a lot of his activity, uh, especially 
later was questionable that day. I kind of feel like he simultaneously broke a, a, a unwritten rule of first dates and broke the unwritten rule of Saturdays for the boys simultaneously. Well, I feel like he's probably like, oh, guys, you know, this chick I'm, I've been talking to, she's going to come and meet up. And I feel like guys are kind of like cool with that. I don't know. No, I guess so. But if you're, I mean, a first date and you're already bombed, I just feel like someone yeah. should exercise judgment and be like, is she a Bama fan? Is she already hammered? <laughs> right. And if so, bring her down. And if not, might want to push it to brunch on tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Sorry. So we got, so she gets to the date. She's not drunk. She's sober because it's the first date. He's yeah. hammed. Bama fan. What happens next? He's hammed. She, he's kind of all over the place, not really talking to her, hanging with his, his bros. And um, she eventually gets up to go to the bathroom because she says, you know, I need a little break from this whole situation. I'm not in the right mindset. Yes. Goes to the bathroom. On her way back, stops at the bar. Actually picks up a conversation with this other gentleman at the bar. Who in says, real life. Real life dating. Old-fashioned bar dating. dating. Yeah. Who says, uh, you know, I noticed you over there with these guys. Like, what's going on? You look miserable. And she's like, actually, I'm on a date with this guy. It's not going so well, clearly. He's like, well, let me buy you a drink. So they kind of spark things up a little bit. So they go on a date during her date. She went on a date during her date. And uh, he hung around for a little bit. And then I, I forget exactly what happened, but he eventually had a move on and meet some friends i think invited her along which she said i think i I think i'm good here politely have to stay here yeah and once he leaves she looks down at her phone and she has about 18 missed calls (laughs) from bama boy uh so at that point i think she knew things were going south and i think she just left the bar okay (laughs) so she just irish goodbye at her first date after concluding her second date within the date amicably and in person I think she might have gone out with the guy from the bar once or twice as well. Sure. No, no, no. That, that's great. And that's, but like yeah. so, but didn't didn't the guy with the 18 voice, sorry, text messages, like what, 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 can you give us the gist of what he said or is that not possible? Oh, like where are you? Um, what happened to you? Uh, just like straight up panicking. Meanwhile, though, she's at the same bar still, like literally the same building talking to a guy. Yeah, probably in still like the same sight lines as him, and he's just having a full-on meltdown. So he's melting down via text, and I get it. They met online, so it was tough to yeah. talk to somebody in person, but all you had to do was do a bathroom run and be like, uh, where'd you been? Yeah. No, that that didn't, that should have, should have what happened, but did not happen. So that went pretty poorly. And then she went out with the other guy, but it didn't, didn't end up all the way, and then I'm married I think today. It just didn't, yeah, I think it eventually didn't pan out, but he, he was a nicer dude. Yeah, which is always good. It's always good to have your head on a proper date. Always so. good to have your head in a swivel, as they say. You know, absolutely. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, we've got another story. Okay, yeah. this is a story that a mutual friend of ours told us we couldn't tell, but we're not going to give away whose friend it is. <laughs> we're not going to give away if this friend is a man or a woman, and we're yeah. going to go for the we're going to go for the gusto. Okay, I like it. So, before I get into this, I have another friend, guy I went to college with. Rowie. And Rowie has a strategy that if you meet somebody uh-huh. and let's say you didn't know them before, you know, you started, you met them at a bar or an app or whatever, and yeah. it's been less than five weeks since the day you met them, 
Yeah. Like five weeks is the absolute maximum period of time that you can like ghost you can ghost them. So no matter how many times you go out or don't go out, and obviously there's some context to it, like, you know, you can't just say, well, sorry, we got married in Vegas, but it's been five weeks, ghost. Like, you know. (laughs) But anyway, it's actually not a bad little rule of thumb overall, which is, you know, again, I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but I think about five weeks is definitely the max you probably are are able to go. I think that's fair. I think that's that's actually a pretty good rule. Really solid rule, right? Yeah. So anyway – this friend of ours who is not Rowie and who is neither a man nor a woman in terms of us telling the story. Correct. This person met another person via Bumble slash Tinder. I think Bumble, okay? Yeah. They went out a number of times. They had good times. Uh, our friend, our acquaintance, uh-huh. was asked by the other person. It's so fun telling this one gender neutrally. But yeah. th- this person was <laughs> – it's really hard actually – but uh, person A, I'm going to go with person A is our friend and person B is the that's, paramour, okay? That's good for clarification. All right, so yes. person A has a history of using the five-week five rule to their advantage. Oh, person A does. That's interesting. No, not a vague, like a vapid, not like a, sorry, uh, you know, a vicious history of it, but this person has done it, okay? Yeah. Person B, we don't know about. But anyway, person B, whether this person knew it or not, right around the four to six week mark and after several dates, yeah, kind of called for a, hey, can we define what we are moment? Yeah. Okay? So let me ask you this. Let's just leave it there for a second. Yeah. In your time in your life, do you find yourself more frequently on the let's define this moment or the, oh boy, I have to get this defined moment? I think we've all been in both camps, but... Yes, we definitely... Uh, I I mean, especially that early on, I, I'm not looking for that much definition. A story... That you'll I tell later, this, actually, right? A story I have to tell later actually highlights that point very well. Okay, good. Okay, good. So the, so I guess what I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is it's not like only men are avoiding the convo, and it's not only women who are trying to have the convo, okay? Right. Let's dispel yeah. that rumor right now, okay? Yeah, I'll dispel it in a couple of that's right. So this person A, person B thing is still very murky on who's the man and who's the woman or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So anyway, person B goes into how this per- how person B feels about person A. Uh-huh. Person B lays it on real thick. <laughs> Didn't quite use the love word, but definitely got it to a point where it's like, I feel better when you're around. I love to be with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, you insert all your... Going person for the gusto. Person B said, I'd love to be with you. So that's that's like kind of a big thing. Right. And yeah. person A's line, which I Without think... Without saying I love you directly. Correct. So right. basically this person says, pretty much I'm like feeling like I'm almost ready to tell you I'm in love with you, falling in love with you, whatever. And person A's response, <laughs> and I'll let you finish taking your sip, even though you know what's coming, was, yeah, I'm not there. Ice, ice cold. <laughs> so cold. But you know what? To the point. To the point. I think person A was a little shocked that person A was able to be that bluntly honest. Well, was was person? Uh, it was not that long of a time for. No, it was a, like within the ghost yeah. period. I, I think it was within the ghost period. Oh, so that's. So yeah, not only was this person entitled to walk away without saying anything. But Absolutely. the other person thought they were entitled to be like, I'm falling in love with you. What do you think? 
Yeah. And person A was probably just like rolling along thinking, oh, this is good. Yeah, this is nice. This is a nice time. Person B took a sharp turn. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. We'll never meet person B, but the person A, your secret's safe um, with us, we think. <laughs> we hope. Unless person A told person B that person A may or may not be a pundit on the show sometimes. <laughs> oh, boy. You just gave, some, gave it away there, Kev. No, I didn't. There's like 15 pundits. We have like 25 <laughs> pundits. You narrowed it down. You narrowed it down. People don't forget person A. People don't forget. <laughs> anyway, that was very confusing. Okay, why don't you tell your story about the time that you, someone wanted to define the relationship with you, and man, did it? Did you? You pretty much didn't enjoy that so much. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't as blunt as person A was, but I was. It caught me off guard as well. Um, well, tell us how it starts. You dating this guy? So um, I had, I had matched with this guy on Bumble. Um, it. I actually matched with him a couple months, I believe, before we actually went out. We, okay, we matched, did, we chatted. Couldn't quite get we together with about, schedules. We talked about going out, and then he kind of like ghosted on me. And I was fine with it. Happens. I, happens on the app. A lot of volume. Yeah. People are busy. Fine. It's not a big deal. Um, I think, you know, I had other stuff going on. So I uh, took him off my list, and then we sort of rematched later on. And, uh, you know, he said, hey, what happened to you? You ghosted on me the last time. And that is maybe when I should have known that this wasn't the best idea, but I kind of was like, no, I think you might have done that to me. And then he was like, call it a tie. I'm like, sure. Good line. Call it a tie. I like it. Call it a tie. So we we ended up going out. And the first time we went out, we, we went out to dinner at this restaurant. We were sitting at a table across from each other. And all of a sudden, he, like, pulls his phone out and has it, like, pointed at me. And I'm like, are you, are you like, taking a picture of me right now? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, no, I'm just taking a picture of all the food on the table. He's like, it's what I do. I like, I like to gram my food. Okay. And I was like, all right, totally fine. And... Then he started to do it like every date and like the hashtag of his gram would be like what number date we were on, which was like getting a little weird. I wait, wait, like, wait. Time out. Hold on. Sorry. So, yeah. so you started, you guys became Instagram friends or you started following him on Instagram? Is this how you I knew about this? Not right away, but like down the line a little bit. Oh, so then once you did, did you go back and kind of see that he'd been gramming your date numbers? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But he wasn't telling you that he's doing it? He did eventually tell me, yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that you told me that in the first telling. That's a little weird. Well, I'm just, you know, keeping it fresh for the story, Gav. I like it. That's what you always say at the varsity, the varsity bullet points for the actual show. That's right. Shout out to our friends Roscoe P. and Marcos and Tellos from this weekend. Yes, that's right. Um... So, by the way, really quickly, because people are going to be, what the hell is that? Lovely barbecue at Marcos's house in Worcester this weekend. You were there. I was there. Lovely barbecue. We had some fun times, and I was trying to, like, Facebook Live some stuff, and the guys were getting camera shy, and all their good material was coming out, like, when the camera was off, and I got a little, not not actually agitated, but I was kind of like, don't waste the good material. And they were like, you mean living our lives? And I was like, yes. Anyway, (laughs) speaking of gramming our dates. Speaking of grabbing my grabbing my barbecues and my friends, <laughs> BBQ number one. Less, less creepy. At least your friends know you well. Correct. So anyway, sorry. No, quite all right. So um, 
so yeah, he, you know, we started doing that. And then eventually we, we went out on a date and, um, and it was still pretty early on. And we went to like a Mexican food place and he got this drink and he's like, they didn't put any tequila in this drink. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I tried it. I'm like, it actually tastes like there is like, no, I know what I'm talking about. And then, so then he started like this beef with the waiter and I just hate that. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's very embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing. You're never going to see this guy again. Like, don't pick a fight. Like, don't get in a pissing match with people. Sorry, can I say pissing? On I think show? you can say pissing. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. It's fine. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then after, like, that whole debacle, he, like, pulls his chair in close to me, like, grabs my hand, like, puts his face You were at a table me, or yeah, like, a, a bar? We were at a table. Oh, okay. And he was like, so... I need you to know I'm off all dating app websites. Um, this is this is exactly where I want to be. You are the exactly type of person I want to be with. Um, I just I just need to know are you like committed to this? And I was like, um, you know, I'm feeling good about things. I just let's see where things go. <laughs> like I literally was like, are are we moving in together? What what is happening here? It was so fast and then I admittedly was kind of like not into it after that and he started this is at a later time lecturing me that I didn't communicate enough and this and that and then things just kind of ended from there. Did he lecture you in person or did he lecture you via text or, or both? Oh he lectured me via text. I think I've actually shown them to you before. Yeah but it was like so long ago. <laughs> True. Um, yeah I had like 18 texts from him like our other friend had from Bama Boy being like lecturing me on how I should communicate, and I just didn't really appreciate that. Right. Well, I would say after the first nine lecturing texts, dub- doubling down on another nine probably isn't going to help make your point. Exactly. Um, would you say he had this conversation with you kind of within the five week Roey Aram ghosting period, or maybe a little beyond it? No, I think it was beyond it. Okay. But not that long. Not that long. Time for Certainly not long enough to be like, let me ask you this. Do you think the reason he wanted a really, really stiff tequila drink was because he was trying to get his, like, his chutzpah together to like make this, uh, to give you this great deal of a lifetime? I mean, that's a good point, uh, potentially, but I think he was thinking that I was impressed by that, which had quite the opposite effect. So proving how little he knew you. Correct. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, so... Was there like a kick? Like, I mean, that's that's a very quintessentially good example of the things that happen in online dating. But was there a kicker to that story, or was it just like that he kept kind of trying to lecture you slash then get back together? Like, well, basically, that was my version of person A's. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, yeah. I just couldn't remember if there was some like. For those of you who've ever seen the movie uh, Hot Rob, Andy Samberg, like a like a, like a like an additional Babe Wait moment, like Jason Sudeikis has like a Babe Wait moment with uh, Isla Fisher. But anyway, it's all good. Um, so one of the things that happened, assuming that we've kind of hit the high notes of that story, or I guess uh-huh. we, we 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 lived the low notes. <laughs> uh, by the way, actually, funny story, and this is slightly less person A, person B, but. That story that you told actually came back to haunt you later, in which you gave off a vibe, you told me to somebody, that you were, like, not looking to be, like, super serious. 
We'll talk about it offline. Cliffhanger ending. I, I'll make it. <laughs> no, we're not going to get into it now. I got, I got, I'll tell you later. Okay. Even better because it's now a cliffhanger ending for the, um, the for listeners. The guests. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll, like I'll, I'll make it normal for us in a minute, though. Great. Anyway. Fantastic. Can't wait. By the can't way, wait. when have I ever made it normal for anybody on this show? <laughs> um, but, okay, when I had Carl on, Carl Ray uh, of, of Parking Lot Carl's Ultimate uh, Pregame Tailgate Playlist of – of Carl, you know, of uh, Carl Collada's Yacht Rock playlist and other great things, he came on and he's like, Gavin, I heard you're doing this mega cast for online dating apps, but I really feel like it's important to tell the story of how I met my wife, met her in a bar, he had some funny line, I'll see if I have it here in my notes, I don't think I do, but in an homage to Carl, I want to say, you know, congrats to he and his wife for meeting the old-fashioned way and for whatever silly line he used, actually I think she might have used a silly line and that made it even better. But either way, it was a great story, yeah. and I'm kind of pissed I don't have it. But uh-huh. I told Carl a story that happened to me in real life. <laughs> but it really wasn't me doing the work. It was a guy who you've not met, but you've met his wife, Christina, Big Larry yes. Ricciardi. So Big Larry Ricciardi and I used to go out a lot in Philly. And, of course, Larry was and still is happily married, but this is before they had kids. So he could go out with me on weekends. and. Yeah. We went out and went to this thing called the Maniunk Bike Race, which is every June in this part of Philadelphia called Maniunk. And, you know, we did some significant day drinking. This is back in our 20s or very early 30s. And then we went from Maniunk. We came to a place called East Falls and went to a bar that's like a cop bar, like a police officer bar. Because he and our friend Dan O'Brien, punched into the show, have a lot of friends from college who are Philadelphia police officers now. So we were chilling with those guys. Suffice to say, we didn't get more sober. Then... Some of the cops got us a ride home from some cops who were not hammered because they were off, they were on duty. So Larry and I get dropped off, and I believe I can say this because the statute of limitations are over. We got dropped off in an unmarked police car back at Larry's house, which was great. Free ride. Yeah. We then walked to a place called Ten Stone on South Street. And, you know, nobody was blacked out, but you know how sometimes you kind of brown out a little bit? I, I do. So anyway, we've all been there. Most of us have been there. And so, so we started chatting with these two women who were seated next to us at Ten Stone, which it's kind of like if everybody's been to New York City where, where the, it's really an old small bar and so the tables are so close to each other that even if you're not sitting at the small rectangular object in front of you with these people, they're so close to you that you might as well make conversation. So we did. Yeah, you're like on top of each other. Exactly. And so – Basically what happened is Larry said to me at some point, you know, you got to ask this girl for your phone number, blah, 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 like when like they were up or something. And I'm like, all right, Larry, fine. So I did. And the woman just says to me, you know, I don't give my number out to guys I meet in bars. And I said, okay, no big deal. So Larry like asks the waitress for a pen and like 10 minutes go by and he's written something down on his paper that he's folded up and he slides it over across to their table. And it's apparently my phone number. And so... The girl opens it up and she's like, whose number is this? And I'm like, oh, it's my number. I'm like – and so she's like – rips it up and she's like, what are you, the most desperate guy in the world? And I'm like, no, no, no. He, he gave you my number. I didn't give you my number. So like t- 10 minutes later – becoming less interested in the situation at, the point, at this point. So 10 minutes – I mean I'm just sitting there trying to live my life. But Larry's – you know, Larry, he's very persistent. So Larry takes one of the ripped up shards of paper, writes my number down in a smaller fashion because it's a smaller piece of paper, folds it up slides it over and she you know rips it up again and this goes on like three or four more times until he's literally like on his pinky like sliding over a little sliver that 
doesn't even really have my number. It's just squiggly lines to say he's not giving yeah. up, which is silly because it's for me and I've already given up because I'm good. Right. So anyway, they leave. Me and Larry leave. We go our separate ways. And I get a text from this this phone number and it's like, hey, it's me, this woman whose name we met, we know, whatever. Um, I didn't need to take your number because your friend gave it to me so many times I memorized it. And I was like, Whoa. sweet. But what I should have been was like, no, that's crazy. And <laughs> I'm not going to get into the rest of it today, but let's just say, suffice to say, Larry's persistent helped me meet a very insane person. And the rest of that can be told after this podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's meeting people up front, meeting them out back, meeting them online or off, there are good things that can happen, and there are bad things that can happen, but most of them are just kind of dumb. And then you can just get some good stories from it, too. Great stories, and if it happens in yeah. five weeks, feel free to ghost. Yeah, good rule. I like it. Most times. It. Again, it's a context rule. I'm not giving everybody every yeah. carte blanche for every you situation. You need to assess the situation. You're gosh darn right, Cindy. You're gosh darn right. All right. <laughs> Let's end it there. Uh, we're going to catch up. We're going to hope that Andrew Patterson's interview from February can follow this up, and we'll see what happens with that. That's not going to be on you, Sandy. That's on me. But uh, filmusterfreestyle.com is where you'll be able to find this and all our other pods. And once again, goodbye to Lando. Sorry that you're no longer part of the Southern Charm cast, but I might actually watch again. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, very special edition of Filibuster Freestyle. We are going to go Facebook Live, Periscope, simultaneously. It's your buddy, Gavin. And oh my goodness, who's here? The great Andrew Patterson. I don't know what camera I'm looking at. I'm looking at both of them. First guest in the show's history, and now the first guy to Periscope and Facebook Live, an episode of the Freestyle. Absolutely. And what we're going to do is we're going to actually record uh, a first part of what's going to be a mega cast on like nightmare stories from Tinder and Bumble, things like that. And then we're going to do another one about our Charlotte bar crawl that we've been on the last couple of days. Yeah, the so, day. so we're going to have some fun with this. But so you're watching this, if you're watching this now, you're going to hear this on audio in the next couple of weeks on the freestyle. But for the time being, let's get going. By the way, no theme song. But, oh, so that one, none of that was actually the podcast. That was just an intro too. No, no, no. That was the podcast. Whoever too. has nothing going on on a Thursday night. Correct. Like, Let me see what's going on Correct. on Facebook Live. But there, we were recording all that too, so it could be like an okay. intro to something. Now, let's just jump right into this, this Bumble Tinder piece. You know, what I'm going to try to do is do a, um, a mega cast. Men, women, good experiences, bad experiences. Yes. Our buddy Carl, Carl Ray wants to tell a non-Bumble story. He feels it's important to tell an old-fashioned story. So we're going to hit that Is this going to be like a newspaper advertisement story? Yeah, he's going to take out an ad to classify a misconnection. Just see what happens? Yeah. So what I want to do with you yeah. is two things. I want a story from me, a story from you, and then I want to do a couple of things like the, the – the, okay. On Tinder, it's still usually, usually up to the man to make the first – like after you match, yeah. the first hello. Right. right, and then you got to be creative because women get a lot of hellos. They get a lot of. But yeah. on Bumble, the woman has to say hello first. Right, and so I want to get into the different level of creativity that that you know women are allowed to get away with versus men. Versus men. Okay, but first, which can we just say? Yeah, please back we, up. We we will absolutely allow them because in the world yeah. of in real life, in, in real life, men are allowed to get away with so much more than women are in anything. So oh, if they yeah. get one app where they are allowed no to, question. No, no, no. by all means. I am, I am in no way trying to say yeah. uh, 
anything negative at all, frankly. I'm just saying there's a difference. Yes, there is. Because in Bumble, you have to make the move But as it's a lady. an okay difference. We're not complaining. It's a great I, difference. I don't want this to come across as right. like we were just, the filibuster for right styles, men's right activist podcast. Correct. Because we, as Marcos Saldana, Marky Sal said the other night on our State of the Rap Game podcast, he considers himself a feminist, feminist and I think we yeah, do too. Absolutely. Okay, but let's get into this. So you, you have a funny story about – you were on Tinder or Bumble or one or the other, and you had, you'd stopped drinking. Yes. Like two weeks before this date. Right. Okay. Hit um, me up with that. So, well, let's... I'm going to get my wine. All right. You, good what segue. Good segue into getting your wine. And by the way, let me put my beer on the table. So what do you we can whoa, 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 whoa. Unofficial sponsor of the week, Burial Beer. Yeah. Shout out to Burial Beer. Love there, you guys. This is a coconut bolo. Love you guys. Bolo. Speaking of coconuts. Yolo, bolo. bolo. Um... So it was not like let, – let, let's be straightforward and say this was not like a – I quit drinking for – You're not an alcoholic. Right. You just decided, you just decided to go sans drinking for a while. I was going to take a little while of drinking and it was totally open-ended. I, yeah. I didn't know – like I didn't have a set defined period of right. time. Right, And credit to me, it ended up going for about five months. So I was – Phenomenal. That was, that was phenomenal. Good for you. But um, right after I had made this decision, I was meeting this girl off of Tinder. And we're going to go out and go to a bar because people do that because that's what you do. do. Where else do you go? Where else do you go? Right. So still not thinking because I still wasn't like processing the fact that I wasn't really drinking. Correct. I was just living my life as I normally do. Right. Um, (laughs) And so I'm like, absolutely. Let's go. Let's go meet up. And so we went out. We met up at a bar. uh, And about like five minutes before she got there, I was a couple minutes earlier. I was sitting down and I realized like, oh, how am I going to play this? Like yeah, crap! I am gonna like, get a club soda. Right I have now. I'm, I'm I'm pot committed right now because I'm at the bar. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna be ordering soda waters for the rest of the evening. Let's see how this goes. Correct. How did it go? Uh, it went terribly. It lasted. <laughs> it was it was a maybe 50 minute date, and, and clearly she wanted to get out of there even quicker. Right. When the opening line was, she was like, "Oh, would you like some wine?" She was gonna get some wine. I was like, "Actually." Uh, I'm not drinking. And she was like, uh, oh, and you, you could see like that kind of double take that you're going to find out when you're out at a bar with someone that they yeah. announce that they're not drinking. Um, and I didn't have like a good backstory ready. And, and just telling people you're just going to take some time off of drinking, there's no way you can do that and not sound like – They're going to go to a bad there's place. There's an underlying yeah, They're going problem. to a bad place there's for an you. underlying drinking problem right. with it. Right. right. So um, I just fumbled my way through that. Do and 50, then, like, 50 minutes. About. About. Yeah. I, I want to say 50 minutes. I'm being generous. Right. Uh, okay. She had a glass of wine. I had a couple of soda water. So we split an appetizer. And then I think I was just like. Okay. I, I mean, this might not be a direct quote, but very close to a direct quote. Clearly, I screwed this up. <laughs> Probably should have done something different. It's cool if we should just want to leave and call it a night. And she was like. I think it's time to call it a night. I'm like, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing like being an adult. Let's go. At least you were an adult about it. So you guys didn't have second date. No, there was no second date. Okay. Well, listen, that's a great story. Um, there wasn't even like a get back to me. Like It was like, we're going our separate ways. Yeah. We are clearly like, I mean, and, and honestly on my own part, like I definitely probably, she, she left there thinking I was like a newly recovering alcoholic because I just like and, stumbled and my way And frankly, all just of based that. on some things that I've seen over the years when I was going back through kind of like my, my account notes over the years, these last few weeks, um, a lot of women who've been burned by like fake pictures or like right. guys who are married or whatever right. will literally after a while be frustrated in their profile and be like, 
literally, if you don't look like you say you look, I'm out. Like yeah, this woman probably absolutely. was like, you could have said you're a recovering alcoholic in your profile, right. which by the way, you shouldn't have to say that. <laughs> and not, you're not. Because I'm not. And, and it's for those not that, you, it's yeah. not just because I'm drinking a beer right now that we're saying I'm not. I was never an alcoholic. Correct. I never needed Correct. to. You were literally anything. just like, I'm going to see it's how long I can. just health-wise, I encourage everybody out there to do it. Yeah. Take some time off. Of I'm not going to lie. I um, started the new year very sick from like a flu and I didn't drink for a few weeks and honestly, it felt great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. I would love to tell you any number of, of, of fun Bumble or Tinder stories, but my story, which I've been saving for you. Okay. Is that when I started, when I, you and I had talked about this a couple of times and then I contacted you, I don't know, whatever, seven, eight, whatever weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was. And I'm like, hey man, like we should sit down and do this. We should do a mega cast. I'm going to get a bunch of different people, but I want you on it. We've talked about it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm doing, I decide to reactivate my Bumble account. Okay. And literally I'm trying to go through and like look at the old correspondence to look at. So look, you reactivated just for the purpose of this podcast. Correct, correct. And you'll okay. and you'll. And this will be fun for a number of reasons. <laughs> so I'm going through my old dialogue and like I have some of the notes right here. And we'll go through them in a minute, which are like the the difference between pickup lines that like I've used successfully, unsuccessfully. And by pickup, I mean like intro lines versus what women right. say versus whatever. And so anyway, I'm 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 on there and I'm looking them up. It was like literally the day we talked about it, and. I'm not going to name any names here, but if people follow the podcast, they can probably guess who this is. And she's well aware I'm going to tell the story. But Okay. So I'm texting with my lady friend, and all of a sudden she goes like radio silent. And then like at the end of the day, after like 15 hours of not talking, she's like, um, my like five-year-old nephew was playing with my phone last night. And whatever, like I forget what he plays with, but it's, it's yellow, and so is Bumble. And he pressed Bumble, and all of a sudden like it was like, Gavin Viano is active in Greensboro. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were corresponding with her five-year-old nephew the entire time. No, no, no. no. That would have been amazing. No, no. I didn't do any corresponding. I was literally going back through old correspondence. But so I had to be like – so it was amazing because I finally get the text after like 14 hours. did she know before going into this? No. Oh, oh. But, but, but. Yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't say to anybody but you, hey, we should do a Bumble podcast. So I'm sitting there. I'm, at, I'm on like a work trip and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to like go in. I'm going to like just – I'm going to bang out right. some research, right? Just go back through my old Rolodex, put some notes down on my iPad, whatever. It's a MacBook, unofficial sponsor of the week. So anyway, so I'm like so – should I read the text that I actually wrote back? Pumping gas right now. I actually have a legitimate explanation for this. <laughs> Call you in five. <laughs> so I literally explained what I explained to you and she was actually like – yeah, actually, I buy that. And like, yeah. it was true. I mean, it's legit. Yeah, but like... We have been talking about this for, right, for but the, a while. But the point is, the, ch- the chances of a five-year-old nephew, the girl you're dating, at like 600 miles away, just magically pump- pumping on the thing and you being on for the first time in months and months. The universe <laughs> right. works in mysterious ways. But what I said to her, I'm like, you got to let me tell this story because that's yeah. the magic of like app-based dating. Oh, yeah. That's the magic of it. Like, and anything people can getting happen, a hold of your phone? It probably will. Yeah, P.S. people getting a hold of your phone. Definitely, and, I, and I, told, I told this lady this too, but definitely got catfished by another pre- person's like married sister. And I'm like, why is a married sister on the thing? Anyway, <laughs> fun uh, times. Can we just stay, say, though, how great it would be if you had been accidentally like exchanging messages with, like, if some five-year-old just pressed the yellow button, you were like, hey, what's up? And they're like, not much. Well, but it would have. But you don't. You don't. It's not a chicka choo. 
but it's, but it's not a chat room. It's right. you know, no, it's, it's a messaging. But he would need. He would still be using. I guess yeah. her profile, so right. I would know that she was on. And that was the thing. What she found. My favorite part was when she found out that I, when she was like, you, "You were on this." I kind of was like, "Why were you on?" Right. Because you don't have a podcast. I love that the two of you both have that exact same like. I mean, why are you on this in the yeah, same yeah, yeah, time yeah. span? Because how long were you even active on it for? Literally, I was like, I literally re-deleted it last night. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I did. It was amazing. So anyway, good times there. So that was my story for you. Fun times. Perfect, perfect timing. All right. Let's get into a few things. Okay. First of all, I mentioned a minute ago that sometimes, uh, usually a woman who's been jilted by like fake dudes on Tinder usually. Yeah. It's like, if you're not who you say you are, I'm out. Well, there are other women who say things in their profile like, I don't respond to, hi, how are you? So you better come correct and be creative. Yeah. So, Okay. So I try something like, hey, do you like ranch or blue cheese? Which I used to ask guests on the show two years ago right. before I started it. And some girl's like, so unoriginal. And I'm like, really? Someone else yes. Someone else asked you in their first ever <laughs> statement to you in your life, if you like ranch, ranch or, or blue, blue cheese. cheese? My bad. My bad. Um, but a lot of women will be like, I like your name. If I had said that to someone, I'm thinking ranch or blue yeah. cheese is better than I like your name. Well, I don't, I, well, I've never gotten I like your name. I have a very waspy name. Also, um, more like oh, not a comment in a bad way, but more no, popular no, no, name. More absolutely, popular name. right? Um, okay, so I'll, a couple stats here. I, going back through my like stuff, I feel like hi or like how's your week going? Anything fun planned works like thirty percent of the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, my fave intro line. I'm reading this, but is uh, oh my favorite reply to this line is ha ha. I don't think you want to know. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Of course I don't want to know. We've never met. I'm being nice. And yeah, part of me is like, well, what's going on? But the other part of me is like, we're never going on a date. Right. If you're starting with, ha ha, I don't (laughs) think you want to know. You don't want to tell me that. That's why you're on on an app. Yeah. Um, Okay. Sometimes people will have things in their profile that you can actually use like a, hey, how long have you been blogging for? How long have you been what? Like blogging for. Blogging for. Not logging, but for loggers, yeah. Right, right. How long have you been logging for? How long have you been blogging? How long for? have you been lumberjacking? How long have you been a lumberjack? And a lot of times, I'd say 40% of the time, something like that has worked. Okay? Yeah. Um, my favorite reply uh, to a girl who must have loved Bud Light in her profile was, Are you drinking some Bud Lights tonight? And her reply was, Ha ha, there's a bear ass in the woods. Again, it's first, thing she, it's first thing she ever wrote to yeah. me. I like where she was going with it. And I just think it's amazing how many women will chit-chat back and forth and agree to make plans in the real world. And then you say something to the effect of, hey, if texting is easier than us going on this dating app, here's my number. And they're never – nothing. Nothing. Ghost. Radio silence. Like, so we, made, we just made real-life plans. What's the difference? Right. What's the difference? Right. And by the way, I get all my texts. Right. I'm not on these apps all day. Well, because why when you're showing up, like when you're rolling into the place, do you want to have to open up the app? And then go into your messages and then hope that that person is also at the same time. Like, Correct. The texting just – you're right. going to get a notification that you have just gotten a text. Especially if it's, it's like it's there. Wednesday and I'm like, let's yeah. get together like Wednesday night. Yeah. And you're like, yep. And I'm like, here's my number in case texting is easier. Because it's not in case. Yeah. My number in texting is easier. Yes. And more importantly – It's easier At for least everybody. I'm not being like, give me your number. It's, it's, it like, I'm like, here's everybody. my number. I'm yeah. a real person. My yes. real phone number. Real name, no I'm gimmicks. I'm a real person. OB Trice. No name. Real name, no gimmicks. Uh, all right. Another thing that I incorporated from back in the early podcast days is the old, uh, if you were a celebrity, who you would have beef with. Yeah. Which typically gets a response. But 
typically they just turn it back into a question and they're just like, who are you beefing with? And yeah. you're like, dude. Well, you've heard about the new the new one, right? I can't remember the name of it. I have not. So there's the new app that is uh, simply you, you get in there and you just list everything you hate. Ah. And then it matches you up with other people who what hate, they hate what they hate. So essentially it's like a troll dating app. Yeah. But it's just what you hate, and then it's supposed – I have not used it yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's good to know. But it matches you up on – so celebrity are you beefing with if you're beefing with – Pitbull. Pitbull. Which I used to be. Hey, Pitbull. Um, it'll match you up with – All the women. Whatever girl or men, the whatever before. Was, also, like, I also hate you Pitbull. You know who I'm really hating right now? Pitbull. <laughs> but yes, Pitbull. We squashed our beef back in 2015. You didn't know about the beef. You didn't know about the squash. I'm just saying for the record. I'm still beefing with Pitbull. Well, of course you are. I don't I, – you know what? You know why I'm beefing with Pitbull? Tangent. Do it. He brought on this new fad in rap, which is where you rhyme a word with itself. Which you don't like. Which I do not like. Who likes that? No one likes You that. know who likes that? Pitbull likes that. Nobody else likes that. I just like, and I didn't like it at first, but now I've come along to it, that Pitbull literally used yabba dabba do slam a ding dong in a verse that actually sold records. Good for you, dude. Or downloads. Good for you, dude. Um, all right. I know you've all been waiting for the answer to the Rancher Blue Cheese. Uh, 65% of the time, uh, Blue Cheese win, wins over Ranch. Um, 65% of the time it wins 100% of the time but not in the dating world this was in the filibuster freestyle punding question oh okay world it is not line up no women women uh, mostly male guests on the show especially back when I was asking that question yeah mostly females I'm trying I was trying to date on mostly females I would say solely female at least ostensibly because I don't know who's behind that that's true that's true but anyway uh, filibuster freestyle pundits blue cheese women ranch how, what's the, uh, did you do a, a statistical Nate Silver 530? I felt like with, with well, with women that on the dating apps, it was more like a, like a 55, 45 and it's okay. a rough estimate, but certainly a 65 plus blue cheese favorability rating for filibuster freestyle pundits. Yeah. P.S. I haven't said it yet. Filibusterfreestyle.com for goodness sakes. Log online. Go on, go on our little friend called iTunes. Yeah, you want to write for the filibuster freestyle since none of the pundits can get off our butt and write for the filibuster freestyle. Yeah, I mean, write maybe for the freestyle. we open it up to. We need writers. Like, Submit your stuff. Who's our friend from Virginia? Is he listening? Yeah, who's anymore? in? Who's? Yeah, they listen. Who's? Not not to the ex- Ashton, Virginia. Ashton, Virginia. Not to the extent they listen when they were listening to the entire catalog at once, which we appreciated. There's a story for you, Ashton, Virginia. Yeah, who you are write, you guys, man? You write who you are. All right, couple more things on this piece, and then we're going to get out of here. We're going to keep it going, Facebook Live. We're going to press stop on this, and we're going to talk about our beer crawl. A beer yeah. crawl, bar crawl. Okay. Because it was both. It was both. I just would like to point out that in New York City, I was there last, I don't know, at least last March. Okay? Okay. Yeah, it was A-10 tournament last year, last March. Got to my hotel in Brooklyn. New York's very dense. We all know this. It's the biggest city in the country. Set my, you know, readjusted my settings. And I think I literally did it like a two-mile radius and people within like five years of my age. Yeah, because I think New York, you probably have to. You're, 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 you don't want a ten mile radius. No, right. That's like six million women, right. which is cool. I just, I mean, really, I'm in town for a week. Not yeah. that. So anyway, <laughs> I literally, and I kid you not, and I'm not bragging. I'm actually making more of a less, like a less brag. Okay. Because this has is, never happened you, to me. Are you humble bragging? No, because I'm pointing out just the density of New York City. I think. Okay. So set it up like a two mile radius, like say 31 to 37 years old. At the time, yeah. I'm 37, right? I swiped like literally, I counted because it started getting weird, 14 times to the right. I got 11 matches from 11 women who wouldn't even speak to me in any other city in America. No way. Swear to God. Now, no, I mean, 
Like, yeah. oh, like, like, yeah, like those people would not speak to me in like Charlotte or right. Boston or San Francisco. Right. So I just want to give New York props. Right. It's like the ultimate, like it's people in New York, you got a blessing and a curse, but you're like, you're in the dating equivalent of like soccer's European Champions League. Like you might be a big deal in England. Hey, Liverpool. But guess what? When you get against Barcelona, Myron Munich, you lose eight to nothing. Yeah. Well, you know what it's got to be is it's just got to be like um, there's so many that you're just like I am saying you just say yes to everything. Well, you just hope someone will say yes. You go back and you reassess. Correct. Then you go back and you're like, oh wait, this guy messaged me. I'm at. No. But to the point, I'm not going to respond. But to the point, especially on Bumble, where you have to say hi first yes. as a woman. For you, as again, I think you're all New York tens, but you're certainly like every other city in the country, elevens, twelves, yeah, out of tens. I'm not trying to make it like. That one out of ten. I'm just saying, people who should not and never would talk to me in any other city are like, swipe right on that guy. And I'm like, what? P.S. I used to live in New York City and none of this crap existed. I'm really sad. I also made like 40 grand a year, so none of you would have dated me anyway. Because right. I was riding the subway especially everywhere. If would, especially if you would put that in your profile. Make 40 grand a year. <laughs> Phenomenal. Approximate. Right. Anyway. That's what we got so far on the Megacast. I got more guests lined up on this topic. I'm really excited about it. I want to thank Andrew Patterson for kicking it off. Stay with us on Facebook Live and Periscope. We're not going anywhere. You're going to see the magic of me hitting stop, hitting save, and starting anew. We'll see if there's Fail any Fail about to freestyle with your boy, Andrew Patterson. It's your buddy Gavin. Peace.